morning and welcome back to the Aussie Mindset Mentor. My name is Selena and thank you for joining me today on my podcast. A special thank you to those who've been sharing my podcasts. Now, I don't advertise at all and I don't plan on, you know, putting adverts on my podcasts. There I always want them to be free. So when I see how much the channel's growing, I know that thanks that is completely thanks to you for sharing it. So, um, yeah, from the bottom of my heart, uh, getting out the word of kindness and the importance of the language we use, thanks for being a part of that. So today is something that every single person can benefit from, I believe, because we all have habits, Uh, those we like, those we're trying to change, and those that we're either resigned about or those that we don't even know we have. Um, For this podcast, I'm going to define habits as the actions that go with the person we think we are. So I want to say that again. Habits are the actions that match the person we think we are. So the foundation of today's podcast is that how you relate to yourself as being will create the actions that are repeated for as long as you are that way. These actions will repeat themselves over and over, on autopilot even. These are your habits. So today we're going to explore how to disappear those habits that are not beneficial to your life. You can apply this to the little habits like not accepting a compliment, right through to habits like eating unhealthy foods or smoking. Let me give you the spoiler alert though. (laughs) Because habits are attached to your identity, until you believe in a new identity, the associated habits are temporary or at very best are going to take a lot of your energy. So what does this mean? Let's take the habit of smoking. You know, a person who smokes identifies as a smoker. And until you believe yourself to be a non-smoker, smoking, you know, not smoking is temporary. Bummer, right? (laughs) Until you believe that you're a non-drinker, you're someone who simply isn't drinking and it's temporary. This isn't to say that you would drink again or you would smoke again. It's a healthy stepping stone and certainly a significant step towards believing and becoming. It will, however, take more energy, like I was speaking about before, and your mind space. You know, not to have that drink, it'll be the conversations you're having with yourself versus being present with others or your scenario. So, There's no negotiating, no resisting, no stories, no removing temptations. You just don't when you relate to yourself as being a non-drinker. Much easier, right? Look, Let's look at another scenario. When you're someone who's lost a whole lot of weight, right? until you believe that that person, that healthy person standing in front of the mirror is you, then, you know, regardless of what the numbers say on the scales, yeah, it could be temporary. When you're someone who's lost a whole lot of weight 
until you believe that this is you, that person standing in in the mirror is you, until you believe that and that you can love yourself regardless of what the number is on the scales, it's temporary. Until caring for yourself and respecting yourself is not negotiable because that's just simply something you do, then the weight loss is temporary or it's going to take a whole lot of energy ongoingly. So, you know, when you're not the person who puts a whole lot of crap in your your mouth, regardless of the good intentions by friends or the sideways looks from families, you know, when all of that can just run off you, that, that is a new identity. Because until then, it's going to be an effort not to overeat. You know, it's going to be feeling guilty about hurting someone's feelings. It's going to feel like judgment by people, you know, when you don't eat their food. It's going to feel lonely after an argument with your partner, you know, and you go, you just, you want to grab that comfort food and, yeah, there's going to be that feeling of loneliness not there because the food isn't there to keep you company. So, however... When you would no sooner overeat than poke your eyes out, then that's who you are. And being your healthy, loving you is both permanent and the energy you can (laughs) save can be redirected to healing the hurt that you've experienced, right? Or whatever the reason is that, you know, the overeating is happening. So if you eat from boredom and not from hurt, well, consider denying, you know, something that your brain wants is rarely going to end well. Like denying yourself like, oh, no, I don't eat those foods anymore versus I don't eat those foods. Can you hear the difference? Your brain certainly does. I'll let you know right now. (laughs) So let's look at another scenario, the non-smoker. How many times have you um, said or heard, I'm giving up smoking? or I haven't had a cigarette in three years. If that's the conversation, then you're still a smoker that just hasn't had a cigarette in three years. The good news is, though, after a long time not smoking, you may come to identify with being a non-smoker. It will, however, just take longer and take, again, more energy. It's not something you can fake. However, if you start using the language of the non-smoker right away, then you'll cut your time in half. To becoming a non-smoker. Now, I used to smoke when I was young, but there's no way I'd go back to smoking now. Like I am a non-smoker. I know it. In fact, even back then when I was a non-smoker who lit up and put smoke in her lungs just to fit in, um, you know, I've always been a non-smoker at heart, I believe. You know, I was never proud of smoking. You know, I was proud of being a bit of a rebel. I was proud of being part of the group that I was in and they were all smoking. So, you know, I was proud of that. Um, You know, the identity that kind of went with someone in those days looked really cool. So I was proud of that. But of actually smoking, I can't remember ever being proud of that. You know, it was just what I did that was a match for being the rebel or the person who fit in and being in the cool crowd. So today I actually feel physically ill 
if I think about taking a puff. Like the last time I thought about it, oh, it, a long time ago now, but it was a very familiar setting. You know, it was an evening. It was after the meal. Um, we were out with friends. I was with my smoking buddy. <laughs> and, um, you know, from many years before, she didn't smoke again either at that point. But we were having a few drinks and a couple of other people turned up who, you know, were still smoking. And, oh, my gosh, you know, the environment, everything about it. You know, we are having a few drinks at the pub. And I had the thought, you know, I had, <laughs> I had the thought that, oh, my gosh, maybe I could just have one for old time's sake. Yep, it had been 20 years and I actually got a craving. I actually got the thought. It's just like, but then it was only a few seconds later when I was considering, actually considering it, that I thought I was going to throw up. I almost had to run to the toilet. My body was just a very clear no. Like I just, oh, the, the feeling of nausea, like every part of my body. Like I'm a non-smoker. Like that's it. Uh, I, I know now that I will never have a cigarette again. The memory of how sick I felt in that moment is stronger than any craving I could ever have. I just know it. And it's when I got to that point, and it's when you get to that point, it's not temporary. That is permanent. So um, how do you change a belief? How do we become? You know, most people agree that it, uh, uh, most people will agree it takes time, right? I agree with that. How much time, though, varies a lot. Like for me, you know, 20 years, it was a long time and it didn't take my energy all of that time, but certainly for, um, for a long while there, it was by having other things in place why I didn't. As soon as I was back in that familiar um, scenario, you know, if I would have been in that since when I um, gave up, then I dare say that I wouldn't be a non-smoker today or it would have been a really tough slog, you know. Um, but I turned out that way. So I'm not saying that by going through the tough slog you won't. You will. There'll, be, there'll come a point where you do identify with, but 20 years, I mean, man, don't have it be that long before you, you know, you're not a smoker anymore or you're not someone who puts crap in your body or you're not someone who's a, a doormat and a walking apology uh, and, you know, can't take a compliment. You know, so I cannot put into a short podcast everything that it will take. <laughs> I simply can't. But I can give you the street signs and I can give you the direction for how to start that's going to be the quickest and easiest way. The journey is yours, however, you know, however you want to do it. Um, but here are my street signs. So start with a non-negotiable decision and declare it out loud. Okay, it has to be out loud. So go lock yourself in your room with a mirror, <laughs> all right, because it's going to be a bit weird maybe at first. And it might take a while, so give yourself a while. Declare out loud to yourself in the mirror who you now are. For example, 
I am healthy and free of cigarettes. I am a non-smoker. I control my life. Keep saying it until you believe it. Just keep saying it over and over. And it might take a while. Stick with it. Don't interrupt this initial process with why you're giving up, how you are, feeling good, feeling bad. You know, they're going to come and go, the feelings. Simply be a non-smoker and have the person in that mirror get it. Then, you know, afterwards, uh, tell those around you. And look, don't worry, there might be some eyes rolling if they've heard it 10 times before or 20 times before. But this time, have something be different. Ask them to, um, to help you by relating to you as this is it. And by changing routines. You know, it would have been so much harder for me if I would have been in the same routine and the same environments over and over while I was trying to give up, right? Um, but I didn't, I just didn't go out for a while. I didn't put myself in those, um, in those situations. So, you know, and, and with losing weight, you know, ask them, look, can we just go a little while where if you want to eat junk food, you eat it outside the house? Can we just have a clean cupboard and a clean fridge for a while? Change your environment. If you can, rearrange all of your shelves so when you go back to that place where you know some of the goodies always were there's something different there now i know maybe store your water there or have the some canned foods or better still you know put napkins there like completely change around your the cupboards in your kitchen you would be amazed what a difference that makes all right um whatever it is just look at ways you can change but the next big one Right. The next big one is changing your language. Now, I touched on this earlier, and if you have been listening to my podcasts, you'll know that I have a passion for changing our culture of language. You know, there's so much language that is just normal these days, and that we use um, that's destructive, and it has a victim mentality. But Specifically, though, I'm not talking about words in this podcast, but more responses that reflect, you know, what's really going on in your subconscious. So let's go back to the cigarette one. Listen to the these following responses if someone's just offered you a cigarette and see what you can hear. No thanks, I've given up smoking. No thanks, I haven't had a cigarette in 20 years. No thanks, I don't smoke. Can you hear the difference? Can you hear that I don't smoke is more trustworthy, more powerful? Like it's not negotiable? That is the language of someone who knows that they're a non-smoker. Okay, let's have a look at a different scenario. Let's have a look at being overweight and someone offers you something filled with sugar and unhealthy fat. Basically, you know that... That ain't going to do anything for your body except give you a spike, (laughs) you know, and then you're just going to feel like crap afterwards. So let's listen to these. No, thanks. I can't eat those. No, thanks. I'm on a diet. No, thanks. No, thanks. Sweet and simple. Works, right? There's no story. There's no whole lot of stuff attached to it. There's no conversation to be had. 
It's just like, you know, those other ones are going to open up a conversation. Oh, why can't you eat them? Oh, are you glucose intolerant too? Oh, are you, you know, maybe the diabetic or so? Yeah, conversations you don't want to have. Like just no thanks. Or no thanks, I'm on a diet. Oh, really? Which diet are you on? Like there's only how many out there? It's a billion-dollar industry. You don't want to be talking about that. The reason there's so many out there is because, you know, people bounce between them and, um, you know, a diet, really? A diet? Uh, It's just a word that sort of says, you know, what you eat. It doesn't actually mean a healthy diet. You can have an unhealthy diet. So don't get into that conversation, right? Simple, no thanks. Sweet. Now, the one never to use, though. <laughs> if you're if you're out to, you know, be someone who's healthy, please never use this one. Someone's asked you, you know, oh, would you like some sweets? No thanks. I'm trying to lose weight. Lose weight? Meh, meh, meh. This will send your brain and body into a panic. All right. Let me give you the drum. Human brains don't like to lose things. Even if it's weight, right? The brain will instantly want to find a way to get it back again. And it's going to want to keep some for a rainy day just in case that happens again. Whew. Does that sound familiar? <laughs> okay. If you want to practice things that you might say, and um, that, you know, you might say, as opposed to, you know, examples that I might give you, so that they're in your language and everything, put yourself in this scenario, right? Think of something that you relate to yourself as being, for example, a mother, a daughter, a doctor, oh, here's one, a dog lover. Or if you're a cat lover, just, you know, change dog for cat, right? Now, I want you to Pick something that's not even a discussion. Like if you're a dog lover, you just love dogs. You'd never hurt one. If you're a cat lover, you'd never hurt cats. You're a cat lover. Uh, because you, you, you know it. Like it's not a conversation. So then I want you to think of this scenario. You're at a party and someone, you know, was offering, um, came up to you, sorry, and they had a platter of some funny-looking things on them. And they offered you a puppy paw to chew on. And you realize they're little puppy paws. Now, notice that little reaction you just had. I want you to remember that reaction and use it. That reaction you just had may have been something like considering like, no way, like what? Or like, oh, as if, or like that's ridiculous. Whatever it was, all right, it's no way. I want you to take away any judgment like, oh, how could you even say that? That's upsetting. I want you to take away any upset that may have come up for you about being offered a puppy's paw to eat, right? And there's no judgment on, you you know, so if there's places in the world they do do that, right? So there's no judgment here. It's just for you, for you personally as a dog lover, you're just a no, So think of the language that you would use to respond, right? Don't go punching anyone, right? We've taken out the judgment and we've taken out the upset, right? (laughs) What you're left with, think of it as what language would you use to respond? And there's your language. That's how you can respond in future. 
to being asked about, you know, um, some unhealthy food or, or cigarettes or alcohol, whatever. There is so much more I'd like to give you, though, and I will, I'll do another podcast. But for now, this is somewhere to start, and regardless of how long it takes, if you change your language, it will be a lot shorter than if you don't. That's the bottom line. It's going to take time, but it can take a little time um, with less effort or it can take a longer time with a lot more effort um, up to you. Uh, you can become a fit person for life or a non-smoker like me by not smoking for 20 years and in that time changing your environment, changing your identity like I did when I became a mum, you know, like 20 years after I I um, stopped putting them in my mouth, I became a mum, you know, and they, they, so everything had changed. I, you know, my husband's a non-smoker. He's never had a cigarette. Or... You can, um, you, you know, you can do it the shorter way. You can save time and energy and money and start with a declaration of who you are and the language. Now, if you do those two, the declarations and the language, then you will look for ways to change your environment. You know, you'll actually do that all on your own. Changing your environment doesn't come first. Now, I'll do the part B of this podcast um, very soon because, like, there's some more really good stuff on this, but this has been long enough today. So I'd like you to go and, um, you know, subscribe to my channel if you can so that way when it comes up it'll put a little green light or it'll let you know because um, it's going to be gold and you definitely don't want to miss out. So uh, just press subscribe. You can unsubscribe any time you like as well. Um, so until then, though, you know, if you have listened to my podcast before, I'm all about kindness and spreading kindness in the world. And for today, you know, until the next podcast, until oh, just till forever, actually, be kind to yourself. Have compassion and empathy for any unhealthy habits you have. You know, they've served a purpose and they've filled a gap for you up until now. If you were wanting to break the habit, it's because you have grown and you are ready to value and love yourself or make changes that you couldn't and weren't ready for yesterday. You know, this is growth and that's great. Well done. You know, we never stop growing. It's the direction we choose to grow in that changes. So if you've listened till now, I know that you're ready. I know that you're looking to grow in a healthy way and leave some of those unhealthy habits behind. And for that, I say, well done, because um, it's a journey worth taking. It's a wonderful journey. And boy, the extra energy and um, and time you have, you know, giving up resisting, there's so much fun, wonderful stuff you can do with that. So again, be kind to yourself, sneak in being kind to others. We're all on our journey. Thank you so much for listening. Bye for now.